Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 8, Chapter 96, Philip Endures New Difficulties for Christ. The year 1570, Philip's age 55. It was ever God's way to challenge his friends frequently so that he might increase their merits. And so no one should be surprised that Philip was constantly permitted to be tried by new tribulations, some of them very severe, brought upon him either by men or by the very devils. We read about the just, that many are the afflictions of the just, but out of them all will the Lord deliver them, Psalm 33:20. Philip embraced the afflictions laid upon him with an ever-constant soul and a cheerful countenance. Not only did he not despair under them, but he never felt himself deprived of his peace of mind, even to the slightest extent. He suffered persecution from strangers and from his own brethren, and refuted them through the power of the Holy Spirit with patience and kindness. Just as we read about the greatest of the saints, there was no lack of members of his own following who said the Holy Father was over-endowed with stupidity, as they put it, and excessively uncultured. All this he treated with laughter, being ready to bear much more for the sake of Christ's love. And in this, we can see a real resemblance to those great saints who were superiors of religious communities, such as Saba, Theodosius the Chernobyarch, Nicetus, Romuald, and Francis of Assisi. Not to mention those great bishops, Martin and Gregory, and so many others about whom the same or even greater criticisms were circulated, though they themselves were men of great prudence and kindness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When our Lord first told the apostles that he was going to suffer and to die, and to rise on the third day, Peter pulled him aside privately and said, Lord, this will never happen to you. In other words, Peter had been with him almost two and a half years, and he thought he could correct our Lord. He was basically criticizing him. When our Lord said at the Last Supper, I'm going to wash your feet, Peter said, you'll never wash my feet. And our Lord said, well, if I don't wash your feet, then you have no part in me. 
And then Peter said, well, then wash not only my feet, but my head and my hands, my whole body. In other words, it's not unknown for those who should know better not to know better. And our Lord himself was criticized by Peter. Not to mention the Pharisees who criticized him and many others who criticized him. And even when our Lord was 12 and he was lost in the temple, Our Lady and St. Joseph did not understand what he was saying to them about being in his father's house. They did not understand what he said to them. And just as our Lord was not always understood, and just as our Lord was sometimes even criticized and persecuted, so those who are his friends, his companions, will also be misunderstood and criticized and persecuted. And from these evils, the Lord brings good. So tonight, Father Galonio says that when our Lord allows his friends to be challenged, it's so that they can increase in merits. In other words, he loves them so much that he wants to increase their capacity to love. He wants to dilate their heart. He wants to make it possible for them to receive more of the glory of heaven by increasing their capacity for love. But that is the measure of our heavenly joy. That's the measure of how much we share in the divine life. It's how much we love when we die. And because Christ loves his friends so much, he wants them to increase in their merits, that they have a greater heavenly reward. And so through these trials, they show to themselves and to others, and even to the Lord himself, how much they love him, how much they're willing to undergo for the love of him. And the other thing that happens is the Lord allows these persecutions and challenges as a way of purifying the saints. All of us have faults. All of us have blindnesses. All of us, by our own efforts, even with God's grace, can only go so far in removing some of those imperfections, some of those dark spots in our personality. But through persecution, through being challenged from the outside, by our undergoing things that we do not like, we would not choose. By accepting those things, the Lord transforms our hearts. He, it's like he forces us to go out of ourselves in patience and kindness, and thus we become holier. Thus we are transformed. And so the trials our Lord lets us undergo, as painful as they are, are really signs of his love for us. He's taking an interest in us. What a thing to say about St. Philip, that he was over-endowed with stupidity. It's a pretty crushing remark. But in point of fact, he was a man of great prudence, a great wisdom. But once again, what was the secret to St. Philip's life in this time of persecution? Christ's love. 
He was willing to do and undergo anything for the love of Jesus and to grow in Christ's love. That is the central mark of the saints. That's the central mark of sanctity is the degree to which we love the Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.